Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, welcome to our listeners on SEN Track. Welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, Alyssa Smith, for your Friday. Sam, good morning. Good morning, good morning. I think all that dancing upset my coffee. <laughs> Our pre-show dancing. We do, lo- we do love a little dance intro into the show, don't we? Yeah, of course we do. We do. Well, uh, it's been a big week for you since we last spoke. Yes, last week was crazy, but a successful week all the same. I managed to get a winner last Wednesday and on Saturday. For um, Saturday was for Team Waller. Uh, uh, had a couple of winners on Wednesday at Doman, which was also fantastic. We rode at Gatton Thursday. No sunny coast night races today, so mm. I think I'm going to go and um, practice my golf swing this afternoon. So Stop I've it. started taking up golf as like a hobby, it. so look out Lydia Co. I'm <laughs> going to take over. Um, so that'll be about my uh, Friday afternoon and then do a bit of form and get ready for a big uh, weekend's racing. Yeah, because you've got several rides this weekend yeah, too. Yeah, I've got eight rides tomorrow Easy. at Durban, so hectic, which is good. Let's talk about your winner just quickly for Chris Waller. Uh, that was at Eagle Farm. Yeah. That was a busy day for you. Eight rides. Yeah, it was. It was good. I had some really nice rides on paper, but a couple of them were probably going to need a bit of luck. And Kapengi, um, my winner for Chris, he was in really good form. Um, he'd drawn a little bit awkward, but sometimes uh, when you get riding instructions, you know, it's all very good that things go to plan and quite often things don't go to plan, you know. Mm. The most well-hatched plans in racing often can jump out of the barriers and go pear-shaped pretty quickly. However... This was one of those instances where my instructions were to get onto the back of the favourite, which was warp speed. Horse jumped, my horse jumped a little bit tardy, as he always does from the barrier, so I'm back. I ended up getting across to the fence right on the back of the horse I wanted to follow, which took me everywhere into the race. Nice. Right till about the, <laughs> the 50 metre mark where I just sort of eased across his heels and then, and then beat him on the post. So that was one of those times where I thought I was Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is easy. So I don't know what everyone complains about. But yeah, yeah no, it was great. Great but to get the result. Making miracles happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How about that? How about that? <laughs> hey, and then this weekend as well, as you say, you got a big day tomorrow. Yeah, big day. It's also um, obviously really interesting for all us Queenslanders to support, um, you know, our trainers and jocks that are heading south. Uh, mm. We've got those um, O'Day team, Benny Thompson, uh, Tony Gollan and the likes, Ryan Maloney and also oh, Jaden, also Jaden Lloyd, he's heading down there as well. And also our, our guest Damien Batters and with his filly and Nikita Berryman. So awesome stuff for the, the Queensland crew. It is a great story, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's it an absolute cracker. Let's bring in Damien because it, it's a story we all want to share. And Damien, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. How are you feeling today? Because tomorrow is a massive day, right? Or, You've, you know, you've got a runner in the Blue Diamond. Unreal. Yeah, do you want to repeat that? I've got a runner in the Blue Diamond. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. you get sick of hearing it. <laughs> no, I don't. Definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, it's surreal. To, um, yeah, if you're heading to Sandown tomorrow with um, this little filly from Queensland to 
going to a Group 1 race is just beyond my wildest dreams. It's amazing. No Queenslander has accomplished a Blue Diamond victory. It first started no. in 1971. You could be the very first. Wow, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, yeah. someone said that to me the other day, and I was just like, no pressure, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's... Um, it's unreal. It's unreal to be here. It's unreal to, um, yeah, representing Queensland and South Australia, because I'm a South Australian yes. too. Um, so, yeah, it's it's surreal, unreal. I keep pinching myself and it hurts. I'm, I'm obviously awake. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh, we'll all be cheering for you, Damien, because I know that, you know, you, you don't train a whole lot of horses. You're obviously based up at the Sunshine Coast, but it's hard, obviously, when you've got a team – you know, smaller team of horses to have a filly as exceptional as her sort of come out of the bunch and be able to get you to where you are now. Sort of explain to us the journey with how the filly came about into your stable and, and the journey so far. Yeah, look, it was kind of manufactured by design, probably not heading to a blue diamond, but I made a made a point about six months ago that I had a lot of older horses, tried horses. They were around their mark, you know, they were being honest horses. But um, if I'm going to continue, I'm going to have to have some two-year-olds, something to come in that, you know, hasn't been tried, something exciting, something you don't know what they're going to produce. And, and that's how she came about. I um, contacted Telemont Stud, Dan Fletcher. He had a horse on bloodstock auctions for sale, and I had a chat to him about it. And he said, look, if it don't get reserved, Damon, we'll have a chat. It ended up getting its reserve, and we talked after. And he said, look, I've got a, got a nice little filly here by sidestep. Um, that got passed in at Magic Millions and then um, passed in at the Capricornia sale up at Rocky. And he was he was had another trainer in mind. He didn't know me at that stage or anything like that. But that didn't do eventuate. And he said, look, Daniel, I really want to give you a go. I kind of harassed him a bit. Without harassing, I kind of just kept putting my name out and saying, hey, have you found this trainer that horse yet? Da-da-da. But no, Dan's been absolutely amazing. And then that's how she um, came into my stables. That's incredible. Like you say, you... You look back now and you think how that turn of events could easily have gone, you know, like the filly could have been sold and you would never have been in the situation you are. But I don't know, some people like to believe in um, the higher power, or I guess you say, but uh, it's fantastic for you to be getting that opportunity and obviously the ride that she's taken you on so far. And like you say, the squeaky oil, uh, wheel gets oiled first, right? Had you had not, you know, sort of hassled him about the filly, she might not be, you know, in your stable and, and you might not be on the journey ahead and also I want to touch on a bit about Nikita obviously Nikita as we know a very well accomplished jockey from Melbourne she took some time off had her little daughter Ella she's been up at the Sunshine Coast there for a while and has made a comeback and I think it's pretty fitting that you know Nikita's partnering this filly for you because um, I know that there are a couple of tough little fillies themselves but I know Nikita's been extremely excited. And when the barrier draws came out the other day and she'd drawn barrier one, I don't think anyone was probably as well. You were excited, but Nikita was pretty pretty damn excited too. She was indeed. Yeah, it's a great story for Nikita. Look, she followed this horse all the way through. My little apprentice, Brody, rode her in a jump out and ran second to Nikita. And Brody's still learning a lot to do. And Nikita come back in and she said, that really goes all right. And Look, I've got a very good association with Jake Bayless, and he was back here for a little while before he went over to your lovely neck of the woods, Sam. <laughs> <That's> the <mother> <laughs> um, <laughs> and he said to me, he goes, look, I'm only back. And I said, well, I've got a nice feeling I want you to get on. And um, he, he rode her, and look, he did a lot too. He, he taught her. He could have driven her forward in that race and, you know, over race and stuff, but he, 
he jumped a bit slow. She jumped a bit slow. And he just looked after her, cuddled around the corner. And it was what she did in the straight, um, how's her action, how she moved, her professionalism. I thought, gee, she's a nice horse. And that's when Nikita come up after me. She goes, I'm not stepping on any toes. I know Jake's going, I want to be on that horse. (laughs) So that that was mid-December, wasn't it, when she placed third at Sunshine Coast with Jake on board? Yeah. And then Nikita took over and she ran a first. That was at the Sunshine Coast, New Year's Day, I believe. Then the end of January, she claimed another first as well. So with Nikita on board. So, gee, she's got a good run, doesn't she, Nikita? Yes. Yeah, she she has. I think that was... It was really fitting that day. It was I've won a city race before, but not outside Sunny Coast. So we had a Saturday meeting at the Sunny Coast, and I won with a horse called Leroy the Conqueror, who was probably my flagship horse at the time, and he was he was a good, honest horse. Um, but outside of Sunshine Coast, um, hadn't had a winner at Eagle Farm or Doombin. And um, yes, yeah, so and Nikita gave me my first Metro winner outside of Sunny Coast, and it was Nikita's first Metro winner back um, this time round. And ended up she had a double. I think she rode a winner for Garnet Tata on the same day. So it was it was fantastic, fantastic day for everyone. Yeah, it certainly is. And she's like I said, it must be um, comforting for you guys knowing she's obviously very well accustomed to the racing down in Melbourne. Obviously that being her neck of the woods too. So hidden down there, obviously your fillies come through a run well last night. I thought it was a really really brave run for second. At it's a lot, you know long way up the straight, and she held herself really well. But sort of what have you done between? you know, last start run and, you know, to prep her for this race. Do you sort of stay the same with your work? Has much changed? She's obviously well settled in now. Yeah, yeah, she she is, Sam. Look, she um, she came down here 10 days prior to the preview. And I thought that was enough time. We did the right thing too. We flew her down. We weren't going to leave any stone unturned with her. Um, again, for her and myself, this is a massive learning curve to bring a horse interstate and go a different way, different climate because, Jeez, it's been cold down here, and then then it's been hot and it's cold and rugs on, rugs off, and something we're not accustomed to up in Queensland. She hasn't had a rug on for six months, and now she's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> um, but so all those factors took into consideration, and Nikita just she was just a mastermind behind it. She was driving the steering wheel the whole time. She organised us to go to Gregorell's. She organised um, Toby Mason, Jim's son, who's um, Greg Urell's foreman to ride her, all that. She's been orchestrated the whole thing for us and helped us out. Um, to answer your question, Sam, what have we done? We've kept it the same. Look, we've tried to keep it very similar to last time. Obviously, we went three weeks from Sunshine Coast to Doombin and three weeks from Doombin to Prelude. Now it's two weeks. So, look, she's fit. This is fifth up for her. Um, we just had to maintain and just keep ticking her over. And, gee, she's well. Very, very well. I've seen some videos of her lately. She looks very, very beautiful. <laughs> it's probably She's the right word. Little... <laughs> She's yeah, stunning. That... Yeah, she is. She's a stunning little thing. She's only little. I, I've got to call her the little mini with a V8 engine. Um, <laughs> she's just a pocket rocket that can, you know, she's just professional. And look, it's, it's new for me too. I haven't had a lot of two-year-olds, but, you know, you listen to... Kiramar and Gay Waterhouse and um, Mick Price and all them and how they talk about their good two-year-olds and she's all of that. She's just professional. She licks her bowl clean. She goes out there and she she just does it. She knows slow days from fast days. She's just switched on. It's all above the shoulders for her. She's very, very smart. She's very intellectual. You 
um, adaptable. She's just she's just everything I think a good horse should be. And I haven't had enough of them to know, but I think she might be. That's so exciting. And I think it's very true that the good horses do stand out. Like they're smarter. I know, not that I've had a lot to do with a lot of horses sort of behind the scenes, but of all the fairly decent horses I've ridden in my time, there certainly are, there's something about their demeanour um, that makes them the way they are, the ultimate racehorse. Like you said, especially with two-year-olds, the fact that she's gone down there, she's working around, she knows, you know, slow mornings are a fast morning, she's eating well, she's it's like an, an old hand. And I think mm. that's obviously, you know, her demeanour is what, you know, sets her up to be as successful as she is and obviously the great training. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I want to ask you about that. How did, how did you get into training? Yeah, look, I was always involved in training from, well, horses, racehorses from a young age. I lived in the Adelaide Hills. Um, I used to go to the racing stables up the road um, before and after school and on weekends. Uh, a lady up there, uh, well, Vern Retsky's racing stables, but um, I was mentored by a lovely lady who's passed away now, um, Anne Chisnell. She was one of the first female jockeys in Australia and um yeah she was amazing she was she just yeah well there she was like a second mother to me I had a bit of problems at home with my stepfather so it was a good release point it was a good way to get away and horses really filled that void and and so did she so that's how I got into it I was as Sam would know I'm six foot three so never going to be a jockey even though they wanted me to be one but it's a little bit tall um, yeah a little bit tall so I'm glad to keep my hands my feet on the ground I used to ride track work a bit um and stuff but you know I always liked the the whole aspect of getting them fit and and um watching them develop and change and more fight into what they are now in the race day yeah, I think that's, uh, like you said, you're never going to make a jockey at six foot three, but <laughs> um, no. training horses is obviously a extreme satisfaction. Like you're committed day in, day out, you know, to be looking after these horses, to training them, to getting them prepared. And um, just for you, like oh, I feel excited for you, you know, looking forward to watching your filly run in the weekend. And it really is probably what you get out of bed for every morning, isn't it? For dreams like this, like you couldn't write the script any better, you know, if you, if you wanted to. So, um, I don't know, I'd be some sleepless nights for you. Well, sleepless night for you tonight, hopefully, and um, anticipation for the weekend. But have you got family that have coming down for the event? No, no, but young Brody's going to come down. Tracy's been down here. She's, um, she's been around racing for a long time. She gives us a hand. Um, Brody's coming down. He's pretty much like family. Um, no, they're all in Adelaide. <laughs> They're all in Adelaide, um, but they're you know they're on the phone constantly and 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 whatnot. So they're riding this way for me. My mum knows um, what I've been through to get to where I am now. Um, and I'm not there yet, obviously, but to to be where we are is um, yeah they're all supportive and everything. So it's yeah it's, it's emotional. I, I'm a pretty emotional person at times. So it's yeah it's been sleepless night, especially tonight for tomorrow. It's going to be yeah. I don't know if I will sleep, but so I'll look pretty tight tomorrow. But yeah, no, it's it's a journey that I'm really happy that I've been a part of, and and Calamon and and Party for Two. It's just everyone at home looking after the horses back at home, and David Van Dyke has obviously looked after his horses too. It's everyone's been very supportive. Queensland's got behind her. Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely unreal. Party for two, what an appropriate name as well. I'm sure it will be a party. Yeah, party uh, for all finish. of Queensland. We'll be all cheering yes. you home. Just quickly, before we let you go, Damien, what is it about yeah. this race that means so much? 
Well, it's the pinnacle of two-year-old racing, isn't mm. it, in Australia? Um, I think as a young kid, you always dream of having horses racing in these big races, like the Blue Diamond, Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup, all those kind of uh, those kind of things. Um, but yeah, it's just been a dream to to be here um, to, and to be involved and have a horse that's you know competitive in it is just beyond words. I could not put it in words if someone asked me to. It's just yeah, phenomenal. Well, best of luck tomorrow. Party for two. We will be watching we'll be and all, we will be cheering. We're all cheering you home. All the very, very best for you and the team. Thank you very much, guys. Have a lovely day. Thanks, Thanks. Damien. and you too. Get some good sleep okay. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Thanks. Thank you. See Thank ya. you. Uh, all the very best to Damien there and his crew yes. as well. And Nikita. So exciting. Very yeah. exciting indeed. We'll stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop. After the break, we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, this weekend, it's another busy one. We say it every weekend because it is always action-packed. You have a massive day, eight races tomorrow for seven different trainers. Yes, very exciting for me. Hopefully there's a couple of winners amongst them. I'm just trying to chase my 100th Australian winner. Yes. So I'm on 99. This <gasps> weekend, tomorrow it could be. Tomorrow, hopefully, and I'm about 12 winners off the 1,000. So wow. get in there. Get wow. In there. 100th yes. Australian win. Yeah. Can we do it tomorrow? Of course we can. Yes. Of course we can. I love it. How exciting. That's very exciting yeah. for you. Small goals. Small goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a big goal because <laughs> you haven't been in Australia all that long, really. Well, yeah. I like to consider myself a resident Queenslander now. I like it. We'll, <laughs> we'll claim you as our own. We'll claim you as our own. <laughs> hey, uh, racing later on today gets underway at Rockhampton. And then tomorrow, as we say, Doombin, where you will be and hopefully claim your 100th Aussie win. And then Aquas Park at the Gold Coast as well on the poly track there. Uh, in Mackay and Toowoomba as well, the night mates. Yes. yes, yes, yes. In the country, uh, tomorrow we've got racing at Gundawindi, Atherton, Blackall and Mount Isa. And then on Sunday, the Sunshine Coast. The Sunshine Coast is where it all happens on a Sunday. Yes, you love the Sunshine <laughs> Coast. I do. Hey, if you've got your diary out, or get your diary out, because March 18 at Doombin, which is a track you love, the Queensland Jewel Race Day will take place $2 million Oof. on the line. I wouldn't mind some of that. How good is that? Headlined by the $500,000 two-year-old Jewel and the three-year-old Jewel as well. So we know that there's been... A qualifier race already happened. That's happened um, in Townsville during the week, and then there will be others in the lead up as well. Rockhampton, Mackay, Cairns, and Brisbane. The journey to the jewel. How exciting, Sam! We will be keeping a very close eye on you tomorrow. Thank you, thank you. Best Hopefully of luck. I can cheer. Someone can cheer me home that hundredth winner. That'd be great, guys. Yes, thanks. we will be. All the we fans will be. Out there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I on SEN Track. Queensland is racing. All the action does continue this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing.